This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hi, everybody. It's Deanna again with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. I hope you are having a great week, and I am happy that you are here with me again as we continue our prayer topic. So we've talked a little bit about um, ways to pray last week. We talked a little bit about maybe the idea of contemplative uh, prayer, and today we're going to talk about something a little different. We're going to talk about a different prayer model uh, that I find very, very useful, especially when I am scattered or overwhelmed or not quite sure how to settle myself into having, you know, a time of prayer that when I'm done with that time of prayer, I have peace. Because that's really what I always go to prayer, hoping that when I'm done with my time of prayer, that I have some peace, whether or not I have answers to my prayer is okay, but definitely some peace about what is happening in my life and and that my relationship with God is primary in my life and that I've made that known to him and also reminded myself of that. So that's sort of where I'm going with this type of prayer that I'm going to talk about today. The type of prayer that I'm going to talk about today is using an acronym, and it's an acronym that's not new, so don't think for a minute, oh my gosh, Gianna is brilliant. She made this up all by herself. I did not. Um, A priest taught it to me many, many years ago, more than I can remember, actually, and it really stuck with me, and I've taught it to other people. I've taught it to children. I've taught it to adults, and I think it definitely is something that bears knowing and using, so without any more introduction, the prayer process I'm going to talk about today is called ACTS, A-C-T-S. So I'm going to break down each of those uh, letters in that word ACTS. So the first one, A, adoration. So we're going to come before God and we're going to adore him. We're going to give him his due, so to speak. We're going to acknowledge that God is God and that we are not So just that reminder, again, that reminder is not for God. God knows who he is. The reminder is for us. It's to remember that we can adore the one who made us, the one who's given us so much, who has done so much for us. And so we want to spend some time just sitting in that place of gazing upon him who has given us everything and acknowledging that with humility and with love acknowledging that, right? So the first one we're going to do is adoration, okay? The second letter is C, contrition. It's a fancy word for saying sorry. So as we go about most of our day, I'm sure there are many times that we say something maybe that later on we think, oh, should I have said that? Or we snap at someone We are not as kind as we want to be. We're short-tempered. We don't answer the phone when someone's calling because we don't want to talk to them. Whatever it is, right? Or we have offended God or we've offended our neighbor, right? So contrition is when we are going to say we are sorry for whatever it is we have done that we know we should not have done. And sometimes I like to throw in 
and I'm sorry for things I did that were wrong that may not come to be my mind right now. Just sort of cover all my bases, right? So just say you're sorry. Again, not in a beating myself up kind of way, but in a way that says, I am so human. I make mistakes. I don't want to make mistakes, but I do, and I'm sorry for them. Okay? So we'll just, so we've done adoration. We've done contrition. The next letter is T. Thanks. Thanks. Well, what do you have to thank God for? I don't know what you have to thank God for, but I know what I have to thank God for. There's, there's the big things, right? The fact that I live in a place I love. The fact that I have wonderful, wonderful friends and family and children and grandchildren. So there's those, those big things that those sort of remain unchanging, right? Um, we always have those things unless there's an illness or a disaster. So those those big things that we have. But what about the, the little things? Do you think about, oh my gosh, I was able to settle a problem easily and quickly without any discord. Wow, that's a great thing to be thankful for. Or thankful that you had a productive day. Or that you were able to go to the post office and there was no line and Everybody was happy while they were there. Wow, amazing. So to be thankful for the big things, for the little things. Again, that reminder that the gifts that we have in our life are from God. Sometimes we love the gifts that we've been given. Sometimes we don't like them so much. Sometimes it's a stretch to be thankful, especially when we are facing trials or adversity. But be thankful nonetheless, right? At all times, we should be thankful because no matter what's going on in our life, at a minimum, we can be thankful that we have our faith, that we have a God who loves us and saves us, and that we live in a place where we have tremendous freedom. So there are always things to be thankful for, the big things, the little things, and let's not forget about those. And then the last uh, letter is S, supplication. All right, so supplication, that's when we ask for what it is we need. You notice that the S is not first, right? Think about when you're having a conversation with someone and Nowadays, it's a little bit different because most of us have cell phones. So when someone calls, you don't have to ever say, oh, hi, it's Diana," because they know it's me because my name came up on their cell phone, right? Um, and if, if you're a really good friend, then they might even have your picture on, your, on their cell phone of you when, when you call. Um, but just think if we go to God and the first thing we say is, Lord, this is what I need. These are the things I need taken care of. And if you don't mind, I'd like them taken care of in this fashion. Whoa! Have you ever done that? Don't answer. I have. It's like I've got my list, and I forget about adoration. I forget about contrition. I forget about thanks, and I go right to supplication. I go right for asking for what I need. We can't do that. Just like in the phone call of our friend, we say, Hi, it's Diana. How's everything going? Is your husband feeling better? Did you have a good day at work? You, you make some conversation, and then you get to the point 
of the conversation of where you say what you need from the other person. Jumping right in is just kind of rude, right? Be nice. And it's not in a be nice so you get what you want kind of way. Or um, if I don't do this, God's not going to listen kind of way. No, no, it's not that. It's again, it's approaching the Lord with the thought in our mind that he has done so much for us and he wants to do more for us because he cannot be outdone in his generosity. But we need to go with the right approach, the right attitude, that reminder that he is who he is and we need to stop like rushing him. Stop making it in our time and make it be more in his time. So you come before him in supplication and you ask for the, the myriad of prayer intentions, whether it be things people have asked you to pray for, problems that you need to have resolved in your own life, um, sickness, financial problems, any concerns that you have, concerns over children, family, whether, no matter what it is. Somebody's trying to buy a house, somebody's trying to sell a house, people are looking for jobs, all of these things. And you go before the Lord and you ask for those and those. And you say, Lord, help me with these. Help me. Am I supposed to do something? Or am I supposed to let this sit? And in your time, it's going to be figured out. Right? And sometimes we're asking God for an answer to a question that is not cut and dry, right? Certain things are cut and dry. Lord, please uh, help my son find a wonderful woman to marry. Well, when he does that, when your son finds that wonderful woman to marry, then you know the answer to your prayer, right? Sometimes the answer is not so clear cut. Sometimes it's God says to you, I want you to trust me and I want you to wait. And I don't know about you people, but when God tells me to wait, I get a little crazy because I am impatient. I am the kind of person who likes to make a plan, make a decision, and act on it pretty quickly. Waiting is hard for me. Uh, but sometimes that's what God tells you to do. He says to wait. And when he tells you to wait, you need to wait. Because in my experience, every time I go ahead, when he's told me to wait, it's not a good outcome. Sometimes the outcome is truly disastrous. And sometimes it's just merely an inconvenience. But in the times that I've waited and listened and waited for him to show me what to do, things have always turned out right. I'll give you a quick example. Many, many years ago, probably 25 years ago, I was supposed to move from where uh, my family was living to another part of the state. It was a pretty big move, and I was moving for a job. And my husband would have to find a new job. And my children would have to, we would all move. They would have to find new schools, on and on. Everything would be a huge change. 
And this job that I was in, it was, it was in publishing, and it required a tremendous amount of travel. And at that time, my children were young. And my husband uh, was a great stay-at-home dad for a time, and then he was a great working dad, taking care of the kids when I was doing traveling, and never a complaint, okay? That was not the problem. But one month, I was actually gone more than I was home. And this was in the time when we're supposed to be planning for this move. And every time our house uh, got to contract, something would fall through. The person buying the house, it turns out one person was lying and actually did not have a job. So he would not be able to pay the mortgage to the mortgage company. So that fell through. Another person... Um, their house that they were selling to buy our house fell through. This happened three or four times, right? And as this is happening, I'm thinking, Lord, why aren't you making this easy? This is so complicated. Just let my house sell, would you please? And I, I can remember, even though it was 25 years ago, thinking, God, come on, get on board here. Get on board. And... The house plan kept falling through. And then I was on this, like I said, this over in this month, more travel away than home. And I spent a lot of time with, with, my, with my boss. And the more time I spent with her, I realized this was not the life I wanted. I had these two sweet little babies. Uh, they were like in first grade and, and uh, pre-kindergarten. And they were sweet little babies at that time, right? And... I missed them terribly, not to mention I missed my husband. And I was missing all the things that were going on because you can't recapture those those moments with your children when they're little like that. You really can't. And so I went to my boss and I said to him, I, I, have, I can't accept the promotion. And he said, no, no, but you have to. And I said, but I can't. And it was so bizarre because the minute I said I can't, and he tried many, many tactics to, to convince me to stay on more money, more this, more that. And in the end, it didn't make any difference. I, I knew what I was supposed to do. I knew I wasn't supposed to take the promotion. And I also knew that leaving the, co- leaving the promotion on the table meant leaving the company, right? It was either up or it was out. So, and that's what happened. So I wound up going out and... What happened then was my house sold and I was able to move into a smaller place, just much better situation for us. And I found another job that I was working part time and I was able to do lots of different things, which was a lot and lots of fun for me. And I was able to be home with my kids. And then three months later, the division that I was supposed to go and work in was disbanded in the company. So talk about God protecting me in my hurry, in my impatience, right? That is why we pray. He protected me from my own stupidity and impatience. And and that's really what it was. Because I kept forgetting adoration, contrition, and thanks. And I kept going to supplication. And not only did I go to supplication by saying, Lord, please give me this. I kept saying, and I want it this way, this way, this way, this way. I had it all figured out. Thank God he did not listen to me. Because if he had listened to me, I would have found myself away from my friends, who would really at that point become my family, uh, away from my church, away from a support system, with no job, 
that's where I would have been. And yeah, I would have had a nice house and my house, my house here would have sold. But in the end, I would not have had what I needed or what was best for me and my family. So that's why I always try to remember before I go to, to the Lord with my list, I make sure I am right with him in the sense that I've, I've told him how much I love him and adore him. I've told him that I'm sorry how I've messed up. I thanked him for what he's done for me in my life. And then I go for what I need. And I make sure to wait and hear what he has to say. Because that really is the key to the whole process of praying. Sometimes, many times, we need to wait so we hear what he has to say before we move forward. So that is our prayer process, ladies and gentlemen. Acts, A-C-T-S, adoration, contrition, thanks, and supplication. And as always, that will be listed out for you in, your sh- in uh, the show notes so that you can go ahead and read it. And I will even make you a nice little graphic that you can print out and post on your refrigerator or put in your uh, Bible as a little bookmark. So I bet you're going to be able to guess, though, what the Not Lukewarm Challenge is for this week, right? I bet you're already knowing what it is. So our Not Lukewarm Challenge for this week, you guessed it. I want you to pray at least once this week using the Acts prayer process. And I hope that it is fruitful for you as it is for me. And I hope that you remember to wait on God because whatever his plan is in answer to your supplications is always going to be better than anything that we can imagine for ourselves. So let me know how the Not Lukewarm Challenge goes in the comments. I would love to hear from you. And uh, make sure you go ahead and download the little uh, graphic that I'm going to make for you as well. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thanks for spending this time with me. And I will talk to you again soon. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.